Welcome to the 22nd ever episode of Avoidance Issues. I'm your host, comedian Adam Grabowski, and I feel comfortable saying comedian because I did a show last night. I had a really good Say It Anyway Sunday interview with uh, a very special actor, Ashley Platts, who is also uh, a wonderful yoga instructor. And then after that, I did a Zoom comedy show. And after the comedy show, I ended up staying on the Zoom with some of the audience members. And it was just extremely insightful. Like there were a couple people doing a puzzle. There was uh, somebody that was working on their computer. There was somebody I think that was just listening. And then there was a nice young man named Josh who was asking me some pointed questions. And it was just super wholesome. I ended up running some joke ideas by them and they were very responsive and it was just super human. And I realized... The thing that I miss the most is the interaction. I mean, I really like being funny and making people laugh or having people think that I'm good or special in some way, but then being able to connect later or talk with people. Like, that's one of the best things is when you can take pictures after a show or somebody comes up and tells you something that they were thinking the entire time. And I mean, sometimes you're too full and too full. Your schedule's too full in order to uh, meet everybody. But a lot of the time, I'm a hanger outer. I try not, to, I don't just leave, you know, after a show. And that's that's usually not what I do. Now, it's a lot different when you're bouncing around from place to place and doing short sets. But a lot of my experience in my life is going and doing a full comedy special, a full comedy show over an hour every time, usually 90 minutes or more. Okay. And that's what I miss. I miss doing that. And it was just the humanity of like hanging out and chatting with some people that weren't my immediate family that, you know, it helped. And uh, I am I think I'm out of the sunken place a little bit. Like I've been living in my head and every single summer I go through this crisis of identity because most of my work happens August through April, right? August through April. So as soon as May hits, I just think that I'm not what, that I'm not going to remember how to do comedy, that I'm not going to remember how to be funny or interesting or how to talk to people. And it happens every year that I just get so down on myself rather than saying, oh, you know, I don't work that much in summer. And that's fine. I just get so in my own head about like my identity's gone unless you're constantly doing this all the time. You know, so I think I need to understand that like breaks happen or you could come back stronger. It's just this whole, you know, when you don't have things laid out in front of you, usually I could be busy on the road. Usually I could be busy distracting myself or somebody, a partner was living with me. There was usually something, right? But, you know, being a single human being and, uh, and you know, just living with family or only seeing family, it just, I don't know. It made my roles feel a little reversed or uh, regressive, but I think I'm back because you know what? Screw it. Why not? Why not be jokey and okay? You know, the thing that made me feel okay all of a sudden is I was being creative. I was using 
humor. I was coming up with new things. Like it was even just telling one new joke that got everyone that was on the Zoom to laugh that made me like spark up, which is wild because I'm like, okay, that's just one joke. Who cares? Who cares over the history of all the things? It's not even a joke that I think I'm going to tell that often if again, and it just worked. So I, I don't know. I It's the realization, you know, that um, I didn't suddenly change or lose everything just because of this. But you know what? I'm trying to bounce back. I'm walking and I don't really need the brace that much. I can't run yet. I can't jump. But I think we're back, baby. This would be good. I think this would be a good time to be back. To, <laughs> I mean, as far as anybody knows, if they don't listen to this podcast, they wouldn't know the mental or emotional journey. All they know is like, you know, sometimes I get booked a year in advance. Like I think at one of the colleges in Wisconsin, I'm booked for April of 2021. Okay. So uh, if you're listening to this sometime not in May 2020 when this is being recorded, that's a long time in the future. So I guess as long as I get my mind right by then and as long as I'm uh, well-practiced by that point, I don't know. It's just these uh, this upcoming fall semester is going to be weird. This may be the first fall where I don't go on like a mega August tour. You know, I've done like a minimum of like a dozen shows every August or maybe not August, but August and September together has usually been at least 25 comedy specials at different universities like every year so things change and that's I think that's what um I'm coming to terms with so if you hear me sound a little better it's because I did something that I was avoiding which was the interview the performance and the realization that I'm taking this all too damn seriously I do but I'm not taking it too seriously today so hello how are you I am here. I'm ready to joke around. I don't really know what there is to joke about. I've become so wholesome around my parents. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, We play like a Chinese card game and drink tea at night. Do you understand? Do you understand what this has become? I wave at all my neighbors. Like, it's the suburbs. I thought something was finally going down. Like, I heard a bunch of sirens and, like, honking. And I was like, oh, shit, what's going down? And then I was like, oh, that's that's just that Timmy turned four. <laughs> that's how that's how they celebrate out here. Because, you know, I lived in Hollywood, and then I've lived in uh, Chicago, and I've traveled to a lot of different places, but I don't know. And the other thing that... Uh, I had forgotten to do, which had been upsetting me. It'd been upsetting me to see the different places I traveled. You know, like when Snapchat or Facebook tells you about something from years ago. You know what, Facebook? That's too long ago. But when Snapchat's showing me what I did a year ago, it was actually kind of nice to see. It was kind of nice to see and remember. I actually reached out to some of the people that I met in the Dominican Republic or in Chile or um, someone I met in Spain and someone I met in the Philippines, and I, it felt like, oh, okay, you know, we're, we're in this together, everyone's going through something, and, you know, as much as I rag on America, um, there is a number of things that the, that the United States has figured out. I don't think that that means we should be like, well, everything's all good, fine, and dandy, and we don't have to, don't, don't have to fix the thing like the fact that people go broke because they get sick. No, we still need to figure that out, but, I don't know. I don't know. I guess I can't lay off of America. 
Because I would say, you know, at least I'm not hungry, but that's me saying I'm not hungry. That's not the way it works in America. A lot of people still are. So, sorry, I'm not going to be very optimistic about where our country is going at this point. I mean, I it's the news destroys you. Because at this point, I don't know, Trump is just yelling Obamagate. Nobody knows what that means. Michael Flynn got let out of jail. Uh, they're not going to prosecute him anymore, even though he lied to the FBI and, like, told them that he lied, like he admitted to it, which... I mean, good good for him for, you know, admitting a lie and being like, hey, you know what? All right. All right. We're not going to prosecute you anymore, which no, no, I don't agree with that at all. But um, I, I don't understand. I guess crimes don't count as much if you admit them or is it worse if you just don't have your buddy be the president? Maybe that's the one thing. That's probably the thing. That's probably the thing that's going on here. I don't know. I'm in a better mood, and I just want to share that with you guys. I know the last episode was a little heavy, so if you want to hear some of the dark side of individuals, you know what's so funny is uh, <laughs> as a comedian, I've had some people, either when they first meet me or when they hear about me, they're <laughs> like, I've matched or met people, and they've been like, oh my god, you're a comedian. Like, it must be so fun to be around you all the time. And I was like, I was honest this time. I was like, no. No, it's the sometimes I will make things interesting. If we're going to go on a date, if we're going to hang out, I'm not going to be boring on a date. I'm not going to take you to a movie theater on a date, especially first date. Are you kidding me? No. One of my best friends, we went on a date years ago. Uh, That's how we met because we went on a date and we got sushi and maybe we formed the sushi into phallic symbols. You know, but it was pickled veggies and pretty much all of it looked like genitalia. So whatever. And I was talking more about like that sushi roll. You know, let me see that sushi roll. Not 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 the way the pickled ginger looks. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I uh, I'm trying to be clean in this podcast. When I upload this, there is actually an option for explicit or clean. And I've been clicking clean. So maybe that will keep me from doing it. You know, I forget how much I've changed over the years just when it comes to thinking about swearing and how to turn that off and on. Like, it was the hardest thing ever when I was graduating college to turn off the swearing when I was going and being a substitute teacher. That was that was different. That was wild. It was like I, I was used to saying um all the time and just so many swears came out because I was in college and you know, all of our assignments were pretty much filled in or they were tests. It wasn't as much presentation based for undergrad for me. And you could just say what you wanted. Things weren't being recorded all the time back then. So it was very interesting getting into that mode. And you eventually develop it, but it takes some time. Like I, I've replaced some things um, with, like I say, oy vey now. I'm like, oy vey. Like instead of swearing and it's kind of, it's kind of, kind of wild that I've been able to do that so I don't know what it would be like maybe maybe this future Adam can be a bit more explicit in like comedy and in the things that I put out there you know I kind of had this idea that I could only swear a few times at some of my college shows I used to say I get I get three I get three fucks right I get three of them throughout the show I said that in the beginning I said I, I get I get three f words and then uh, one would slip out when I'm just really upset about something. 
and then and then I'd be really upset about something and it slips out and then I'll, I'll be like oh that was one and then like inevitably somebody would be in the audience and like counting them down for me if I did another one and they're like you got one left sometimes I give myself a bonus round it was just fun it was so much play to be up on that stage and interacting I mean one of the times when I would get the most upset is when I would start saying things like why are we in the richest nation in the world and we don't provide health care for everybody or why is it that you could go broke when you get sick why is it that people live paycheck to paycheck why is it that student debt costs so much so the only people that can really advance themselves forward already have a leg up with money why is the why are these things taking place and people don't really react and then i'll be like is a hot dog a sandwich and people be like hell no what are you talking about like Hot dogs have together bread and sandwiches have separate bread. And then someone else is like, but a Subway sandwich is a sandwich and it has together bread. So what's a sandwich? And then like the the answer um, to is a hot dog a sandwich? Uh, the correct answer is who the fuck cares? I used one of them. I used one right there. That's the correct answer. Um, if someone asks you, is a Pop-Tart ravioli? Um, you say, uh, find some find some new friends. That's, that's what I tell you. Find some new friends. Uh, is water wet? The correct answer is who cares? Why are children being separated from their parents at the border? That is actually the correct answer to is water wet. Um, is cereal soup? No. Just straight up, no. That's why we have different words to describe things. Okay? And by the way, hot dog a sandwich. That's so dumb. Okay? Then you're just going to say a hot dog is a taco. I kind of I sound like those people that are anti-gay marriage. Like... Well, you you know, if a man marries a man, what's next? Is he going to marry a typewriter? Where do we draw the line? And you're like, well, we draw the line in typewriter, right? Uh, that was one of one of the types of jokes that I heard from another comedian yesterday. And uh, I kind of I kind of sound like that now. Like if we say a hot dog is a sandwich, you know, next thing you know, okay, a hot dog is a taco. All right. And Wednesday is Thursday. And uh, cats make good house pets. You know, like when, where does it stop? You know, that becomes insanity. But uh, yeah, if, if, if I ask, if you tell me that we're going to have taco Tuesday and then you give me a hot dog, like we're not friends anymore. I'm sorry. This just doesn't, it doesn't even compare. It doesn't compare at all. There's, it just shifts your mindset. You know what I mean? Like if, if you're going to get a taco and it's a hot dog, that's just so rude. I'm sorry, I'm kind of stuck on this. But point being, there was so much play back and forth. You know, there's so much play back and forth. I remember um, I had this one show, and, you know, there's a lot of things you see from the stage that people don't know that you see. Like, I see it as, like, the teacher sees what you're doing. You know? Like, when I was when I was actually substitute teaching or teaching uh, when I first graduated college, there was the kids would be on their phone all the time, but you could like you could see it. We're not dumb. It's like you're glowing under your desk. Or you're just playing with yourself. Like which one is it? I would make jokes like that. I'd be like, hey, so I don't want to assume that you're texting, but if you're not texting, then you might be doing something worse under your desk. So like let's just let's just not do whatever it is. You know, or they'd have a their phone in with their textbook and then they're like swiping. And I'm like, you don't read by swiping up and down. Like that's just not how it works okay the most bold thing i ever saw was a kid had his phone plugged in at a lab table 
and uh, the 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 extent he used a it wasn't a three foot charger cord okay it was a six to ten foot charger cord and he had it running all the way to his desk and his phone was out like on his desk and this was back in like 2010 so I was like the level of disrespect like at least try to hide it or something like at least try you know we'll give you points for effort if you're being sneaky you're reaching inside your bag and you somehow know how to text like that because you're swipe texting awesome good for you. I'm proud of you. (laughs) Uh, I think I'm in a better mood today. That story was going to go somewhere and I've forgotten where it goes and that's okay because all that really exists is the current moment. I really just wanted to record this so that you guys can understand that, you know, as much as I'm in my own head and there is, there is a lot of happiness that comes from performing and relating and talking to others and I just don't want, I don't want my uh, podcast to simply be the strain of uh, wor- career worry and quarantine. You know what I mean? Those are the two things. So I think I need to get back to doing more physical activity and yoga and just investing in my body because that's all that really exists. You know, our mind does not exist exclusive to our body. Now, have some people who you know, uh, let's say even Stephen Hawking as an example, have some people had their mind be so amazing and their body didn't respond in the same way? Yes, and I don't, but of course that mind still exists within that body. I guess what I meant to say is that there's just such a connection between how we feel and what we intake in terms of food and how we move or exercise or the sunlight that we get or the intellectual stimulation or the connection we get from others. So I need to return to this whole mind body is one type thing. And I got to stop drinking the Kool-Aid of social media. I got to stop thinking that it all matters so damn much. You know, I I wrote, um, I wrote a a, a sketch that I, I want to film. Uh, I'm not sure if I will, but I want to, uh, it just seems like it'll be a lot of work because I can't have other people help me with it, you know, and I don't know who's going to be the cameraman. Like my parents are awesome, but in terms of knowing how to get the angles or what we're looking for, I don't know. So that'll be interesting, but just using my creative skills helped so much. And I was thinking like, I don't already have a bunch of, uh, uh, sketch sketches online. I don't have a bunch of sketches. Okay. I've been doing live shows. I've been doing stand up, And then I had the idea, well, I guess I could be new, you know, like if this went well, then do another good one after that. Then what I get to be is somehow new and exciting. That's interesting. Cause what I've been thinking is that I've been doing this so long. I'm just trying to keep up to the standard I set for myself. I mean, one semester, it was called the spring 90. And I think I ended up doing 88 colleges instead of 90 because I had to cancel a couple for America's Got Talent. But that was in one, that was in one semester. So after having done that, I know I'm capable of so much more than the amount of work that I've been getting, but you know, Hey, we're trying not to spread a virus and the internet is taking over everything. So I guess I'm going to have to adapt. I don't know. I got to stop literally and metaphorically bashing my head against the wall. So thank you guys for listening to this episode. I hope the upbeat nature of my tone and voice is makes you more upbeat in your given day. 
you know, and I'm going to do my best to stop having this double standard where like, I'm trying to remind everyone, hey, it's about being okay. It's about being okay. It's not about being super productive. And then all of a sudden, I'm just so mad at myself all the time. What's the point? What's the point? Why not? You know what? Maybe I'm not living in the, the situation that I want perfectly right now, but who cares? No matter where I am, I won't be able to like go do much. So just enjoy it. Try to enjoy it while you can. And uh, I'm really glad that I got to talk to you guys now and I wanted to share that optimism. Okay, I'm going to stop rambling and I'll talk to you guys another time. Thank you. Thank you.